and welcome again to hey, hey. hey so uh just pick a fucking movie i'm manny and i'm celia and we're married if you haven't guessed that already from the last episode <laughs> happily right yes happily oh, married sure. yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely yeah. and uh you may hear a little pop in the background that's luke skywalker uh, voicing wow. his disconcern with us not giving him enough attention right now yeah we are the proud parents of two fur babies well luke skywalker just turned 13 this past january he's a capricorn like his mama and then we have our beloved obi-wan kenobi who is 14 and will be 15 in may so we got. Well, the time. Where has the time gone? I know it's crazy, but they are the loves of our lives. We don't have any uh, human children per se, but we are the proud parents of these two doggies. You know Thank God for that. <laughs> I am not about that life. Oh no, me neither. Um, which is why we make such a great couple, sweetie. Yes. If only we could come to a common ground on what to watch what? at night. Yeah. Then our lives would be well, so much easier. Well, if we did, easier. then we wouldn't have a podcast, would we? Word. So, um, here we are again. It's evening. We're trying to figure out what to watch. And let's get into it. So... Jump right into it. Uh, let's see. Last time we started with Schmetflix. How about we try with um, some slime? Slime. Slime. Oh, God. Um, Just... Glamazon slime. Glamazon slime. Sure. Does that sound right? Okay. Sounds... Perfect. Uh huh. Um. All right. So let's see. What do we got? Um. Do we want to try a show? An episode of a show? No, do we want to movies? Uh, um. Well, since it's Women's History Month, let's see what they got under this menu. The proposal. Mm, no. With Not in the mood for Ryan a Reynolds right and Sandra Bullock. Not in the mood for a rom com right now. Uh, okay. Um. Let's see. No, I have, I have nothing against rom-coms if they're done yes, well. Yes, you do. No, there's actually some rom-coms that I like that you don't like. Name one. Swingers. I don't necessarily agree with that, but okay. You don't agree that it's not that it's a rom-com or you don't agree that you don't like it? I don't, I, it's just, I don't consider it a rom-com. It's a rom-com. It's a romantic comedy. <sighs> but trust me, that will be reviewed one day. Uh, moving on. It's a great movie. Uh, let's see. What else do we got Vince under this Vaughan. menu? Um, movies we think you'll like. Um, don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Oh, no. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. It has four and a half out of five stars. <laughs> I think that's... This is from 1996. I've seen that movie. I don't think that is a four and a half star movie. I mean... <laughs> I haven't seen it in over 20 years, but is that a yeah? Option? No, not an oh, option. Shit. Okay. Just keep going. Um, something's Gotta Give. Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton. Both nah. movie star legends. No? Nah. <sighs> okay. Um, I won't even go with that one. Let's see. Forrest Gump. Great movie. Forrest Gump. Great movie. Um, a maybe. In a maybe Option? Category. It's a, yeah. It's Holy a, shit. Okay. All right. Cool beans. So we got Forrest Gump. America's Sweethearts. Keep moving. <sighs> the Fly. Um, only because I'm in love Jeff with Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum used to be a client of mine at an old job. Well, not of mine, I should say. A client of my jobs. Um, but that's a story for another day. Um, How is so he? that he's awesome. I always love it when celebrities are actually good people. Oh, trust, because I have some stories um, about some really shitty celebrities, but we won't go there. Which you won't get into right now. But this particular celebrity is awesome, and he has amazing style. He also is in the category of silver foxes. So, the fly is an option. Everyone is getting a little gray nowadays. I know. So, the fly, options. We got Forrest Gump, and we got the fly. Uh, Let's see. What else we got? How high? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh let's see what is that uh, space balls mm, yeah <laughs> no yeah oh okay not today when you're a star wars nerd i thought you might want to watch space balls but okay i love mel brooks but not today a fish called wanda no N- no no okay um i haven't seen that. delirious no 
I can handle John Candy in small doses. And if it's done well. And not all those movies. I could see this because the movie opens with a print song. Oh, then that's a hard pass. I get delirious whenever you're near. Lose all my self-control, baby. Just can't Okay, let's keep going. Dick. Okay. (laughs) I can sing, by the way, people, but he's just giving me a hard time. Easy Money. Fargo. Rodney Davis. Fargo. That is a great movie. Academy Award winner also. (sighs) What do you have against Fargo? It's such a great... It's a Coen Brothers movie. I think you just don't like the Coen Brothers. No, I do like the Coen Brothers. It's just... I don't... I saw it once back in the 90s. And forgot all about it because it wasn't really like, yeah, but I will say yes as far as an option is an okay. option goes because I'm older now and I can, you know, watch it with a different perspective. Okay. All right. So Fargo, we need one more, huh? Uh, let's see. VHS viral. VHS viral. Is that a horror movie? Mm, horror-ish. No. You know, we are going to do a horror movie on the show. This is going to happen. Train to Busan. No. Another great horror flick. Die Hard. Bruce Willis. The first one? Yeah. Why don't we save that one for Christmas? That's not a bad idea. Christmas time. That's like, I'll give you that one. All right. That sh- Remember, that people, I, I'm, I'm saying it now. Die Hard, we can watch during Christmas time. All right. Yeah? Okay. All right. Well, I think you ran out of this category. The Wiz. Diana Ross. Michael Jackson. No. Lena Horne, Richard Pryor. I'm fine. I, what? Not a not a fan. Um, for those of you that are unaware of The Wiz, The Wiz is the like adaptation. But what? I don't like musicals. I just can't. I it's just gonna can't happen in, on the show, bro. I just bro. can't get into it. It's gonna happen. It's gonna. Happen. Like instead of saying, why don't you just say what you're gonna say? Like why do you have to sing it? Why like, can't it just you know like just say it? Just use your words. Hellraiser. Fuck no. Gr- a cult classic, like not even a cult classic, just one a staple in horror. October. Uh, I would not wait for October for a horror flick. Okay, so let me tell you about that. So when we first met, um, I, I've always been a big horror buff and her, eh, I think she was trying to play it up a little bit. I was but trying not, to get not, married. She was trying to get married. <laughs> and so I said, okay, well, if we're going to be together, this is when, we're first, when we first met. I was like, hey, if you if we are going to be together, then every act every October, what I do is I watch thirty one days of horror movies straight. No bullshit. All horror movies. He was not kidding. And um, she's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I was like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And every year since then, sweetie, it's October has been. A pain in my ass. Oh my god! And you have tried, you have bitched and complained, <laughs> and said no, this is horseshit. And I said nope. That was the that was an agreement that we made when we first got married. And that's my fault because um, I've been paying for it ever since. And just to give you some background about me, um, I just don't like horror movies. I don't. I. What don't you like about them? I think it's. I think realizing now, because like I suffer from anxiety, mm-hmm. um, I think it's. It's. Let me clarify. In the eighties, yeah, there's some that I can watch, like the original um, Nightmare on Elm Street, the original um, what's it called, like Fright Night. Uh, what's the other ones I used to watch? Like, um, well, a lot of good horror. Eighties has a lot of good horror flicks. You know, but there's a very select few. And I think it's mostly because my mom didn't like them either. So we just didn't watch them when I was growing up. Let me guess. Um, It sounds like the the horror flicks that you like are more on the lighter side. Yeah. Like like campy almost. Like the Monster Squad. Like remember the Monster Squad? The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys not as campy, but it's Fright Night I can watch. So you like the... The 80s Nightmare on Elm Street. Like like softcore horror. is that is that such a thing? It's not such a thing, but I'm thinking. Of course, I'm using pornography as a, as an example. <laughs> but you have softcore, then you have hard hardcore, and I think you were more tolerable in the '80s of the softcore porn. Like for instance, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, but yeah. like there's, but I think like the catalyst or the straw that broke the camel's back was when I saw The Exorcist. 
Not and a that, soft, not a soft core. That especially when you're a child. Fucked with me. Go, well, that go, fucked with a lot of people when that came out. Being raised Catholic, and you know, I was at my cousin's house. Oh, the Catholic guilt. And it was a thing where, like, we were spending the night, like me and my sister and my cousins, and they invited over some friends. They turned the lights off. They popped some popcorn, and they put in The Exorcist. And I was fucked up for years after that. Like her, like I remember watching it and just cringing. And being scared and watching this poor child, like, stab herself in the crotch with a crucifix. And she's <laughs> and she's spitting up this green goo out of her mouth. Pea soup. But it's because the devil is making her do it. And I think I was fresh off my communion watching this movie. <laughs> and I just... You had to go again after that. I did. And I it just... And then that night, I spent the night in my cousin's room and we shared his bed and we would sleep head to foot and I just couldn't sleep. And then the next thing I know, I just hear Celia, Celia. And my eyes are wide awake and I used, and I, you know, sleeping with a blanket when I was little and I would, I was, I remember, I remember I'm never going to forget clutching it. And then all of a sudden my fucking cousin sits straight up like mummy style. No, fuck like a, like a vampire out of the coffin just sits up like this and just goes like this with his eyeballs like poked out at me. And I look up and I scream bloody murder, crying, running. And then I went into my other cousin's room. And that's something I would have done. I didn't sleep for like a week. So I think after that, I just didn't, was not interested. So then think of it this way. The movie did its job, right? I guess. I mean, if you, if you watch a horror flick, that's that. And that is not meant to be campy. It's meant to be serious. And it's meant to be scary. And you're like, walk out of that movie or click off the movie. And you're like, oh, that movie is okay. And then obviously that, that movie didn't do its job. Like my mom was pissed when she found but, out we watched it. But if there was a, that movie that was meant to scare you and then you legitimately got scared of it, which is something that's rare that happens nowadays because as, as a society with horror, we're so desensitized with violence and everything. But if, it, if you walk away like, oh my God, that was genuinely, genuinely scary, then... That was a, good a movie. movie. That was a good horror movie, but that it it's it it's it accomplished what it set out to do. You know. I mean, I guess, but I've just never understood. I mean, I see kids nowadays, just people in general, you know, rocking their Michael Myers T-shirts, three hundred and sixty-five days a year. Because now it's mainstream. That's the thing, though. So back when we were growing up, horror was not mainstream because um, it was on, it was on the periphery. It was there. It was in that. That little red section of Blockbuster Video when you would go look at videos. I'd never go in that section. Well, well, I would always want to go, but my parents would be like, oh, don't even go in this section, you know? Yeah, my mom too. Because it's like if I was even looking at horror titles and I would raise my chances again possessed by the devil or something Sacrilege. like that. Sacrilege. But um, with the course, I just made me want it more. But um, Like porn. No, not like porn. <laughs> um, but now we're in, like I said, because we as a society we've become so desensitized to violence. Now horror is mainstream. We have Michael Myers the trilogies coming out. People lining up at the box office to watch him. Uh, Michael Myers breaking box office records. I think um, we have new screen movies coming out. You have you have series of Chucky coming out now. So it's it's pretty mainstream. It's only going to get more mainstream now. What do you think of the new the new Halloween movies? Because that's your favorite movie, right? The, the 1978 Halloween is my favorite movie. Yeah, um, I, I I love them. Um, are love. They, I, I love the them. new ones. I love them. Okay. Are they perfect? Absolutely not. But I love. I love um, what they are, and they are. A, like a resurrection of some of sort of like the 1978 version. I will say when, in a modern time when we watch them. I can watch them. I can watch them again. I think because whoever you can, I can watch them. Those, really, those I can. You. Yeah, you really can. And I think it's because you'd mentioned Danny McBride um, yeah, as a writer. He is on them. Um, the executive producer for for the for the tr- new trilogy. That's and those right. of you who don't know who Danny McBride is, Danny McBride, who doesn't know who Danny <laughs> McBride is, um, is a star on a series called Eastbound and Down on Schmakebo and. Uh, he also came out in a movie with a bunch of his actor friends. He's in a called, whole. He's in a yeah. Um, um, this is the end. He's in, a, he's in a bunch of. He's a bunch of flicks with, yeah, with them. And, with the whole um, 
Franco crowd. Very funny, comedic writer, actor, and he um, wrote on the two new uh, Halloween movies. So there's some comedic aspects, like very sarcastic sarcasm yeah so if you haven't noticed when you watch the new movies when there when there's comedy a comedy element that's danny mcbride writing that it's funny and then when you actually like dissect the comedy like the discourse you can totally see uh kenny powers like mouthing those lines yeah and so like like that ass like those i can watch and i think now just because there's a sophistication to those movies whereas before you know it's it was uncharted territory, like in 1978 with the Halloween, you know, with Michael Myers, that hadn't been done before. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so now, like you said, it's more mainstream. They got to top themselves somehow. So how do we do that? Because there's so many copycats. There's so many copycats came out since then and are still coming out. So yeah, I guess. So they have to like change it. And the thing is, the purists, you know, the ones who like love the 1978 ones and the and Halloween two and Halloween four. When it starts getting weird, they're like really legit weird. fanboys. They, out there. they will always like Star Wars fanboys. They will always dissect it. Um, so I think it's the best versions of. Um, sequels have come out for the Halloween franchise. I agree, but yeah. like, having hey, are we going to pick a movie? Shit, sorry, sorry, we got off a t- <laughs> we got off on a t- well because we Our came across a tangents, we, yeah, we came across a horror movie and just was trying to explain why. But um, yeah, okay. So uh, what about the first Terminator, nineteen eighty four? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Linda Hamilton, Michael Bane, who I think is hot in this movie. An option. Yeah? An option, yeah. I'll give it an option. Okay. All right. Well, that's four. So you want to keep looking? Yes. You you do? Yeah. I have options, but I'm not crazy about it. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, all right. So, so far, we've got Terminator. We've got... Uh, I forgot. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. We have... No, don't go backwards. No, go I'm just... forwards. I'm looking for go the forwards. one, the other ones that we were going to do. Um... We've gone too far. Just continue. <laughs> Next time we got to write this shit down. God. Okay. No. Forrest Gump. <laughs> Just keep going. We said Forrest Gump. Uh, you said. Uh, Let's just keep going. God damn it. Okay. Um, Doolittle. No. Robert Downey Jr. No. I haven't. We haven't seen that. True. Maybe one day. <sighs> okay. No, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I would love to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Nerp. Uh-oh. I think we've got neighbors fighting. Can you hear that? Can you hear? I don't know. Sorry, people, if you can hear like our, oh. our next door neighbors are are fighting while we're trying to have a super troopers. Super troopers. I knew you were going to say that. Um, Give me a goddamn liter of cola. Option. Wow. I think that's enough. No, let's keep going. I haven't really been like um, like amazed yet. Let's see here. What else we got? Ooh, sorry, y'all. If you can hear, there's some like legit people arguing. In the <laughs> they don't want to watch horror movies either. Um, Bridesmaids. Um, good one, but not today. Uh, here's all the screams. Casino, a million. I do love Casino. A million ways to die in the West. Casino. House of Gucci. Casino. Come on. Only because that's Las Vegas. No, we just did a Las Vegas movie. I'll give you that. Thank you. I'll give you that. The House of Gucci. No. The Devil Wears Prada. No. Friday, I mentioned last week. Mm, No. Not today. Oh, dude. Good movie, not today. Um, let's see. Uh, Resident Evil? No. Why not? The Joy Luck Club? No. Um, A Bronx Tale? No. Have you ever seen that? Halloween Kills? Speaking of Fuck Halloween. Fuck no. Oh, wait. We were just talking about that. Yes. Holy shit. How can you say fuck no? We were just talking about that. You said you watched it many times. This is the sequel? Babe, that's... That's the one that came out the sequel. last year. The sequel to the 2018 one. Correct. I can do that. Option. All right. I think that's enough. Keep going. No. I'm just oh, curious fuck. to see what else is out there. Bohemian Rhapsody. 
Um, check Great. It. I don't like this, this movie. I don't like this. Eh, not today. Rami Malek, who I have a crush okay, on. Okay, give me the remote. God. You scroll too slow. Damn it. You scroll too slow. Great movie. He won the Oscar. Oh, oh the, the Fly. fly. Oh, sorry. Yeah, The Fly was an option. Here, let's try this. The Fly. The Fly. Yeah, I know. That was an option. Well, I already Texas told Chainsaw you. Fuck 3D. No. Oh, they actually just did Texas Chainsaw Massacre this year. I I'm think good. it's a, a sequel. Nope. No. Nope. Ooh, Halloween. Eat Men. Halloween. Rob Zombie, 2017. I mean, oh, 20, that one 2007. Gives me anxiety. Let's see. Eat Men. I love martial arts. I love all, I like all that shit. The Devil's Advocate, Al Pacino, Keanu Reeves. Option. Only because I love me some Keanu Reeves. Gremlins. Gremlins. Bram Stoker's Dracula. War Dogs with okay. Jonah Hill. I say it's put Directed on the fly. Directed by uh, Todd Phillips. The Fly. The, the Fly was an option, yeah. Yeah, well, The Fly. Let's see what else. So we're under new releases. Now he's under documentaries. I'm checking. I'm checking. Action movies. Ooh, we could do action. 300? Eh, 300 was okay. Troy? I've never seen Troy. What? No, I've never seen Troy. Is it Brad Pitt, Orlando Bloom? I'm not a big Orlando Bloom fan. I don't think he ever did anything oh, oh that good. Oh my God, he's so hot. Terminator Salvation? We, he was a client of ours at my employer as well, and he's hot. Terminator Salvation? Uh, no. How can you want to do Terminator 1, but you don't want to do Terminator Salvation? I'm like you. I like the original terminators like terminator one terminator two and then after that it just started to get real see there's all the new james bonds with daniel craig maybe one day or maybe not uh once upon a superman chappy no you want to do district nine no district nine is a great movie yeah it is but not today nope yeah all right okay you're scrolling too fast all right our options is forrest gump Okay. The Fly. Let's do The Fly. Down. Okay. Holy well, shit. 1984, right? Yes. 1984. With, with, Gina with, Davis. With Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Not, not that. Help me. Not, not that one. Not the show. original. Not the, okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. With the awesome Silver Fox, Jeff Goldblum. All right. Jeff Goldblum, 1984, I believe. The Fly. Yes. All right. Um, we're going to watch it. We'll be right back, guys. All right. See you soon. And we're back. What a film. I totally forgot how good of a film this is. Me too. I mean, I... I do not remember Jeff Goldblum being that hot. <laughs> One track <Wow>. mind. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Um, yeah. So no, let's get... Nothing sexier than, you know, vomiting on your food Ooh, before you eat it. You yum. Know? So good. Um, so um, I'm correct myself. It was actually 1986's The Fly, which is a remake. Yes, it's a remake from the 1958 version uh, starring David Hennison. The movie the same title. Yes, Patricia Owens and the late, great Vincent Price was in this movie. That's right. Vincent Price was in that movie. Yeah, so this thing was made in 1986. It actually won an Oscar for Best Makeup. Oh. um, Yeah. Holy Best shit. makeup, and I I can see why. Um, I mean, yes, yeah, they did very good special effects in this film. You know, like leading up. I mean, obviously, like with today's special effects, a lot of it is CGI. But back in 1986, I can only imagine like this was the era of uh, what you might call. This was a horror's uh, golden age, as far as special this effects. This is borderline and horror movie. Yeah, like no, I, this is a horror movie. I remember. Watching uh, watching this and that part, we'll get into that, but there's a part where my parents covered my eyeballs and I never got to see it as a little kid. And wh- What part was that? Oh, like when he pukes on his food and oh. when he throws up on um, because I home guess, dude's hands and feet. Like, Well, I guess to a kid, you'd be like, why is uh, the vomit 
melting people. You yeah. know what I like, but yeah. damn it. Um, yeah. So yeah, this movie won best Oscar. Excuse me, won best an Oscar, Oscar for best makeup. Yes, sorry. Okay. Um, and it stars Jeff Goldblum. And for those of you who are not familiar with Jeff Goldblum, he also starred in Jurassic Park. Later on, yeah. Yeah, later uh, the Jurassic Park series, Independence Day. Oh, that's right. He and was in Independence Day. Most re- more recently, uh, he was in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's Hemsworth. right. He was. Yeah, so he, he was, was in the Marvel movies. Um, and it also stars Gina Davis, who was also in Thelma and Louise, A League of Their Own. And was she ever nominated? You know, that's a good question. I can look that up. Um, and she was also in The Long Kiss Goodnight. You know, that's the one with Samuel L. Jackson, right? Yes. I don't, I've never seen it. I've seen that, and but it was years ago. We should probably put that on the podcast and just do a Gina Davis deep dive. A Ooh, Gina that, that Davis a deep dive. Yeah, that was a lot. Wow. Um, yeah, so, and it stars um, these two movie stars. Jeff Goldblum plays a uh, highly intelligent physicist, um, well-known in the scientific community. Nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Gina Davis is a reporter for a uh, magazine. Uh, it's not necessarily the Times, um, but it's, you know. It was like a scientific journal magazine. Yeah, ish. yeah. And she was sent to a cocktail party at a science institute, which featured a bunch of amazing minds, uh, one of which was Jeff Goldblum's character, Seth Brendel. Um, and he strikes me initially as... Um, as most geniuses do, I get uh, are so to speak neurotic, socially awkward. Yeah, um, you know, it's almost like um, I get the same vibe from Seth Brundle as um, what's his face, and maybe um, it's not true in real life, but who are you talking about? Uh, home dude uh, who invented Facebook, the movie Zuckerberg. Yeah, Zuckerberg, but his his character in the Social Network. You know, like oh, I see what you're you saying. You know, so like, are you making the comparisons of the characters? Of the char- like of the uh, the manner, the mannerisms. He was portrayed. The characteristics, you. you know, like very matter of fact, very quick spoken, very um, neurotic, analyzing every single you know word, conversation. Disregards like social norms and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. All, another one would be um Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. Never seen it, uh, but but. I, but yeah, it's you'll never convince me to watch that show. What? Anyways, moving on. What? You've never seen The Big Bang Theory? I saw an episode and then I never saw it again. Which episode was it? I have no idea. Okay. Um, it, it was all trash. I've never seen it either. <laughs> see, see what I'm working with here? Um, but from like some you know uh, previews that I've seen and I looked at a clip before we started recording again um very the same type of mannerisms you know like socially awkward but all in all inclusive um brilliance within their brain and it's just it makes them just just weird and okay so it's a sociopathic nerd there you um, go. yeah uh the tldr version of that um yeah one of the biggest things i found it very kind of amusing in the beginning was when he took her home to check out his man pods I was like, hey, babe. He's like, come home. I got something to show you. And his then he, man pods? And he unveils the man, the man pods. What exactly is a man's pod? The, his, his man avocados. His, his, his metal like avocados, avocados, right? Avocados, they did. And he's like, I'm going to change the world with my avocados. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking stupid. Um, the one thing I did, did notice off the bat is how fucking tall Gina Davis is. Like she's six feet tall. Yeah, that's a um, huge bitch. Like, that's a huge bitch. <laughs> she's six feet tall. She's huge. And you, then you looking know how at, many six foot tall women there are in this world. Yes, there's a ton. But like, I don't know why. Like, I love Gina Davis's movies. Like, I've pretty much seen all of her movies. Um, and I just maybe I just never paid attention to it. But granted, in this movie, she's cast with men who are equally if not taller than her so you don't notice you know what i mean you don't notice how tall she is until i looked it up and she's six feet fucking tall like she's a she's a tall chick i can verify that for the first half of watching this movie she just kept on 
reiterating how amazed she was <laughs> that Gina Davis was six feet tall. Um, any, anyway, so yeah. Um, so she's a tall woman. She's a tall woman. And um, both these characters go back to his... Um, his man cave. Man, his mancados. His, to his mancados, which is in a loft in some shitty neighborhood. And she's not quite sure what she's looking at. She's really skeptical. And he's very confident because he, he, you know, it's basically I've talked all this shit, you know, and I got you here and I lured you under a pretense of a possible life changing uh, world altering invention that I've just created that will benefit all of mankind. And he pulls it off. He does. He, he pulls it off by uh, by first slickly asking her. Give me something personal, a personal item of yours so I can test this out. Yeah. And she just says, okay, like tears off one of her pantyhose and hands it to him. Like, does she have like, like, like does she have a Q-tip, like a spare Q-tip in her, in her a purse? Chain, a a key chain, ring. A key A key. Her shoe. Yeah, you know? maybe. <laughs> A penny? She goes through the <laughs> you're stupid. A penny? Like, she goes through the efforts of taking off her thigh high, not knee high, mind you, a thigh high stocking in a dude's loft that she just met who is highly neurotic, highly socially awkward. Yeah, why not? It's the eighties. We can do anything. You know, so and he takes it amazed at what she's given him, because I'm sure he was expecting a penny or her shoe, or whatever. But no, she hands over her stocking, and he puts it in one of his man pods and proceeds to teleport her stocking to another man pod on the other <laughs> side of the room. And she's... So, so for those who have not seen The Fly, um, and I, I guess there are, it would be hard to imagine, but that I'm just I'm, I'm certain there's some people out there who have never seen 1986, the 1986 film The Fly. But um, it's about teleportation. It's a science, scientist that um, who believes in the theory of teleportation, where you're, you're able to transport matter from point A to point B. Um, yeah, so so that's what the mankados are. They're like little teleportation pods. With a door that opens hydraulically open, subject gets inside, and then the door closes and it's locked, and you can't hear the person but on the inside. Yeah, but he's only, the main thing is that he's never done it with living things only he's, inanimate he's, objects. yeah so at this point he has only done it with an inanimate object so and he tells her that it's like hey well that's why i still feel that i'm a failure and though i fucking proved teleportation is real i still feel like a fucking failure because i haven't mastered teleportation of organic or living tissue right 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 and um now uh, Gina Davis's character is stunned because I'm sure this could be the biggest break of her life, uh, the biggest story of the of the universe, so to speak. And she just can't believe what she saw. She starts tape recording him because, of course, she's a journalist and she wants to record everything that he says. He finds out that she's recording him and he immediately goes into a panic and says, no, no, no. How he didn't know she was a journalist at that party. No, he did know. Well, he, he acted he like he didn't know. He's, he's pretty shocked no, that was, she was recording he was him. An, see, he was an idiot. Um, he, he went out there and he went out to that social function with a bunch of other nerds. And then she, he, he did know. He was introduced by her, from her as a journalist. And then because she even mentioned that she has other, other people that she's got to meet with stories for that night. So he knew. Well, he acted like he didn't know. Well, he, so. well, he acted like that she wasn't going to do her job and start writing a story. And right, so <laughs> he gets upset and says, "No, no, 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 no! I had no idea that you were going to write this. You know, I don't know what I was, I don't know what I was thinking. Please give me back your recording of me and all this stuff." And she's like, "No, like this is mine. You know, like how did you not know? I'm a journalist. I'm going to go and do my job." And that's exactly what she does. She goes straight to her boss, tells her boss about this amazing discovery, and the boss doesn't believe her. The boss thinks he's full of shit. He's some kind of con man, you know, who's been spending six years of his time and energy into this thing. What gets me, though, is that, okay, so eventually he does want to start um, uh, doing experiments on living tissue, like on, on living beings, since he's only done it on inanimate objects. So what's, I guess, you know, what would be the next step after, like, teleporting us? A handkerchief according to this guy oh. it's a fucking baboon <laughs> that's quite a fucking jump like like he couldn't have started with a chicken wing first or something you know this 
yeah, this movie. Um, and the baboon exploded. It did. It really did. And it just did not. And then he goes yeah. back. And then what gets me is that he goes back after that. This poor baboon, like, like came out of this pod with his organs hanging outside of his fucking skeleton. And he says, oh, maybe I should start with the steak. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of backwards, wasn't he? Yeah, start with the steak first there, homeboy. Yeah, you know? just really just random. But um, I think we're skipping a huge part, though. Uh, yeah, so he, he just goes nuts. He goes like on a... Uh, a brain fart just now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he starts like getting like superhuman powers. And he's, no, like, we're mi- that's and he's what doing, I was going He's to. doing gymnastics like in his yes. apartment. He's never done g- gymnastics before so far. This And he doesn't know... Um, oh, oh, and no, actually we get ahead of ourselves. We, that's what I was, that's what I was, that's where my brain fart just kicked in. Um, oh. we actually missed a huge part is that, um, she's so turned on by his intelligence, by what he's pulled off. Um, she's not freaked out, mind you, that a baboon was blown up, but she's so turned on by the idea of this magnificent discovery that this man has created and she starts to bone him. And she bones him good. That's the next logical step. She gives it to him good. He gives it to her good. And uh, yeah, they start having an affair and she um, starts to develop feelings. In the meantime, her boss, who, um, you know, still doesn't believe that she's found a legit story worth covering, is her ex-boyfriend, who I guess had a key to her apartment. And he becomes insanely jealous that, She's having uh, this fling with Seth Brundle. So he's giving me the finger, y'all. Like, hurry the fuck up. You're she rambling. loves to ramble. Anyway. Um, Anyways, um, he starts like... Will you take over, genius? Well, I'm just... Well, I'm, did you want to like pontificate in like what he had for breakfast that day? <laughs> well, I'm... Well, the next thing that happened is like, okay, basically he wants to start, you know... Eventually, he gets um, a one drunken night after she like doesn't want to like have fly sex. Um, <laughs> he decides to go through the pod um, when he's drunk one night, and yeah. lo and behold, he didn't know that in the teleportation pod a fly flew in with him. So yeah, you know, basic basic common house fly just happened at the yeah. be at the wrong place. And so, what happens when they get the teleported? Time. They get merged. Yeah. And he has no idea. And then he starts developing superpowers. And abs. Can we just talk about how buff Jeff Goldblum is in this movie? I had never, I, yeah. Uh, well, he certainly got in shape with the role. Dude, he comes out of this pod and. The man pod. The man pod. More manly, that's for sure. He's, I mean, he came out and he has like the bam, bam, he bam. And he just has like those, um, I heard a drag queen call him. You know that. Uh, call them cum gutters, you know, like that V, that uh, man V right there, that awesome muscle that dudes get. Like, oh, he's like ripped. I think women get them as well, sweetheart. Yes, they do. (laughs) Like, you know, cum gutters, like right here. Cum gutters, wow. Um, And he starts, yeah, showing like more signs of physical strength. Um, But he also is developing a sweet tooth and he's putting sugar on everything. He's eating sweets like crazy. He's got candy bars, which come out of nowhere, mind you. And he's just munching on a constant candy bar. So are all flies diabetics? Is that (laughs) that what this is coming from? Like, do they love sugar that much? Or do we just think they do? Or maybe just this writer slash director thought that they do. Because my experience from the common house flies, they eat any fucking thing, including poop. You see them on poop a lot. Well, I think it's not necessarily sweet. Well, or can it be if you didn't properly digest a piece of chocolate? Yeah. And also, he becomes a sex machine and he's just horny all the time, wants it all the time. Gina Davis can't keep up. Not and only that, but when they go to the bar, he goes all under the top. Over the top. top. Over the top. That's a Sylvester Stallone reference, by the way. It's not under the top. I think they know that. Over the top. You know, we're not the only ones who've seen that. One of my favorite Stallone (laughs) movies, mind you. Um, But yeah, and he goes in just to kind of test his theory about his strength and gets into an arm wrestling match and breaks a dude's arm. um, In half. Pretty much, yeah. And then takes his girlfriend home with him. And they end up having a romp. Mind you, it's the. You know, the same night, I think, he breaks up with Gina Davis or, you know, they... We're getting the full synopsis of this uh, 
of this movie, aren't we? Yeah, they are. And um, no, let's not forget the how we like, like um, excrete finger jizz from his finger in the mirror. <laughs> like that was that was. Gross. And his body starts to fall apart. His body's starting to mutate. I think that's even grosser than him like vomiting on his food for. Like his his index finger, dude. Like he's in there and he's looking at his face, you know, because Gina Davis has said, "Look at you, you look like hell." And he finally looks himself in the mirror and notices. Dude, I look like shit. And he starts to chew on his fingernail like he's thinking. And all of a sudden, the fingernail comes off and jizz squirts on the mirror. My Oh, which I love, by the way. I love pop, popping pimples and zits and all that stuff. And she doesn't like horror. I know. And, it was, and then he squeezes it and it just goes on the mirror. And it was like, it's so gross. So, so go, revisiting what we where we started at the beginning of this, um, you said how you, your feelings with horror movies and everything. So now let's revisit that. Um, you saw it. It's a good movie. It's a it's an eighties classic horror flick. Yeah. Um, so how did you feel about it? I mean, it had gore in it. It was, it was not necessarily blood, but it was a hell of a lot of gore. So what did I you think? I wasn't prepared. You know what? Like, honestly, I forgot. You weren't. I, I was saw not the prepared. expressions on your face were like. I, I was, was not prepared for I that. I was in joy like, watching <laughs> you. Because he, there's like literal like pus coming out of his fingers, you know, and his fingernails are being ripped off. And then all of, and then fast forward to he's actually climbing on walls and he's got boogers leaking out of his body everywhere. Like his, his clothes are like soaked his ears with. falling off. With just slime and so so it goes to go so it's a, it's a, it's a I won't say a hardcore and it's not a soft core it's not an extremely hardcore I say it like a medium core horde flick as far as the gore is concerned I would never was able to watch the scene where he throws up on the boss's on his hands body. and yeah I I never got to see that before and um oh, this is your first time seeing that part I guess so yeah. Yeah, and that's some gross shit. I could have sworn we saw this movie before together. Even if we did. Did we? I don't remember. Either way. But, probably, um, I don't know. So, what, so, so it's a verified horror flick from the 80s. So what did you think about it? I think it's a great movie. Yeah, so. It's a great, it's a great movie. It's, not, so, it's, it's so, not in line with like, you know, your human centipedes or, you know, it's a different kind of, it's a different well, kind of horror flick. That's, that's a different kind of, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, where, you know, where it's, um, the fly was, was, this is more, it's, it's based on a classic or, or something like, or something, or something with like, um, the human centipede. It was, a lot of it has to do with a, a post hostile post saw, um, yeah, horror. No, the difference is, is that that introduced even more of hardcore gore, and so at that point, a lot of horror flicks just wanted to start topping each other with gore. So they're like, "Oh, well, we've seen people getting tortured and everything like that. How can we top that?" So someone said, "Oh, let's introduce uh, feces and excrement and all that stuff." <sighs> it's all shock value. So that's that's a different kind of horror. I'm not saying that's good or that's not good or it's not bad, but it it's more of a shock value than like a good story, like. Where that the good the story is the shock value. So where the fly, it was a good idea. What's that movie you made me watch? You make me watch it every fucking Halloween. Um, I make you watch a lot of movies. The one life. you know where like the dude starts a new job at some warehouse and they ship like skeletons and body parts. Oh, and you're they, talking about re, no uh, Return, Return of the Living, Living, Living Dead. That one. Yeah. It had that kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Of like and also a fantastic horror flick. Not, absolutely not an Academy Award winner cuz because it's very it's very fuck. cheesy, it's very campy. But campy, it, that's but the it's word all, too. But it's also gory. It reminds me of that kind of style of and it might have was it the same year maybe those were made? But you mean as far as like the, the mood or as far no, as like, like the special effects? The special effects. Oh, uh then yeah. Yeah. Same era, same, right? Yeah, very close. Yeah, exact same era. Um, but I see why it won an Oscar for best makeup. This thing was it was yeah. for its time, nineteen eighty six, it did a very good job. It was really gross. Um and let's not forget a huge detail. Gina Davis finds out she's pregnant. She's pregnant oh, with yeah. Home Dude's baby. What his, do you do? His man fly baby. His man fly. He's going to have a finger squirting, avocado grabbing. There's a scene where she's having a nightmare and she's giving 
birth oh, or yeah. having an abortion and she delivers a giant a giant maggot maggot she gave birth to a maggot do you remember the glowworms do you remember the glowworms from no. the 80s did you didn't have a glowworm when you were little no it was a fucking doll that was wrapped it 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 was a doll that oh no i did not have that no. it was in the shape of a worm and at night it lit up and it was supposed to be like a handheld nightlight for kids in the 80s okay and it was called the glowworm fucker looked just like that that came out of her vagina Legit came out of her vagina. All it needed to do was light up. Like that, <laughs> that was gross. Like I was not Maybe expecting that. Maybe it was the glowworm. It was, bleh. I was not expecting that, but it legit looked like a glowworm coming out of her cooch. But um, she wakes up, realizes it's not real. And then she just says, you know what? Fuck this. I want to have an abortion. I don't want to have this baby. And she goes to tell Seth and she sees him only this time. He's like for real, like mutated. He's not wearing any more clothes. His limbs are like molded together he's yeah he's 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 definitely fallen off the edge yeah, yeah and um he basically tells her look like if you continue to stay here i'm i'm gonna hurt you like you know i'm my animal instincts are taking over and you're not safe here so she splits i'm gonna vomit on you and her <laughs> and her boss is waiting for her outside and she panics and says nope fuck this i want i want an abortion right now i don't want this in my body and she goes to try and have an abortion right then and there in the middle of the night he finds out he overhears with his like <laughs> fly <laughs> real, qu- sense. real quick abortion in the middle of the night yeah for real and, call my abortion buddy and <laughs> and i know a guy he comes and snatches her out of this you know 24-hour abortion clinic the fly does and takes her not the abortion doctor. back to not the abortion doctor the fly and takes her back to his loft where his ultimate plan is to put her in a pod, put him in a separate pod. So both her, him and their baby can fuse together. Now he's got another pod as one human being. And they all come out in the third avocado and she's freaking out. The boss happens to be there. He's got a shotgun and he's trying to like save her. And that's when he goes and throws up on home dude's hand. But this is what gets me, like, like, okay, so he's obviously a strong whatever he's turning into uh, this man pod fly thing. He's turning pretty strong. He he tore that dude's arm in half. He's like doing gymnastics. Why did he just like punch the guy in the face? Why did he start throwing up on his arm? Well, I mean, he obviously like had a thing. He knew that Gina Davis was, you know, dating him, that they were exes or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I never liked you. Fuck you. Bleh, all over your hand. I'm going to double fuck you. Bleh, all over your why, foot. Why didn't just punch him in the face? I mean, why? If I could melt your hand and melt your foot. I'd... He was going to go melt his face. But Gina Davis said, no, stop. Please don't hurt him. Extreme. You know? And um, their plan is thwarted. He went, he went straight to 10. And why? And then while... Um, Gina Davis is being saved by the boss. Uh, the fly says, what the fuck? And the door opens. And then he goes to step out to like do something. And then we do whole movie narrations. Also, And here. then it like it goes off and he then gets fused with his man pod. He became uh, he a had like a big pod. bromance a fly between pod. him, the fly and the pod. And so now the avocados and it's an avocado three way. <laughs> Like, like, there's a lot of avocados in this movie. You're really stupid. And then he comes out finally. He's got avocado pods sticking out of his back. And he just grabs a hold of the shotgun, puts it. Oh, and it's already in, like, Gina he Davis. He kill me. He took the shotgun, put it right to, to his abort me right now. dome and said, please just kill me. And she shoots his head off. At first, she, at first she's like, oh, I, I shouldn't. Like, like, really? And the boss like, is like, 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 really? Bitch, you better kill this dude. Like, the boss has like his arm and his leg freaking melted off. Yeah. He's like, if you don't shoot him, I, I will. Would, but my arm's melted off. <laughs> and I she, encourage you to shoot him. And then we get credits. The only thing I did not like. What happened to the baby? Exactly. Yeah. Did she have it? Did it, she abort it? And obviously, there's a fly too. So there is a fly too, uh, which I've never seen. I've I've heard that it's nowhere near as the first one as you know as usually the case. But I still wouldn't be opposed to seeing it. It's not bad. I I haven't seen it in like probably twenty years. Well, I'm always up to checking out another horror flick. It's pretty good, but 
I think I think I'm I'm spoiled because I'm used to the Marvel movies. Where you know I wanted the teaser. I wanted you know where they oh the end credits halfway through the credits they clip. flash and then there's Gina Davis you know and she's walking down the street and then you get a side profile she's nine months pregnant or whatever or she's holding the hands of a fly baby you know what i mean like something to tell us that yes there's a part two coming but granted this was 1986 so you know i'm just my brain was already conditioned to wait for the the you know little tidbit or so but let's see what's some other fun facts from this movie uh gina davis i don't know if you knew this honey gina Hmm. davis and Jeff Goldblum ended up getting married right after this. Did movie. they? They did. They actually they got married. They they were married in 1987. No ch- no children. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, they got married in 1987, but sadly they divorced in 1991. Well, that was short. But still remained friends. Um, but yeah, they were married like, after this doing this movie together. They you know did not know that. Beca- I yeah, never knew out. that. Yeah, Interesting. and got divorced um, in 1991. So their marriage lasts about four years. Okay. So I'm not going to let this drop. What? So this is a horror flick. We've established that. Oh, God. Is it really so bad? Was it really such a bad movie? See, I think you're... Okay, here's the thing. This one was not that bad. Because I was mentally... I was, like, prepared for it. The things that really give me anxiety are the ones where, you know, it it deals with, like, children, poop. Uh, poop. Children and poop. And rape. Uh, what else? Well, I get that. They, anything with animals? So, you know, I have to say with rape, um, a lot of, I've seen a lot of the foreign horror, horror movies out there. Um, I forgot which one, um, but I forget, I forgot from which country, but they use it a lot for sh- just pure shock value. Korea. And was it Korea? I think, I think you said it was Korea. Was yeah. it, I'm not, like, maybe, maybe. I'm not, I'm not trying to put Korea uh, horror films on blast, but, um, cause I, there's actually ones that I really love, like the famous Train to Busan, um, the sequel Peninsula, the really good horror flicks. What's the one that won best um, best film? Parasite. Parasite. Yeah, that was a, that, uh, that was, was it was oddly categorized as horror, yeah. I guess, but and it won best picture. Yeah, it won an Oscar for best movie. picture, first Korean film to do that. Yeah. But yeah, you really don't like um, like horror scenes. I mean, like uh, like rape scenes, rape which, scenes is, which I totally understand. Or like um, anything with babies. I don't do well with feces. Like babies, no. <sighs> anything with animals, stuff like that. But it's just, and um, I don't know what it is. Like it's just, like it, the minute it starts, I just feel my entire body just tense up, and I just feel. So do you feel that way when you watch uh, like Hellraiser? Yeah. You know, with Pinhead, you felt the anxiety with that? Yeah. Just, Ty Barker's. It's, and you know what else? Another 80s. It's like, very icon. Um, auto, like, I'm um, audio reactive, I notice. So, mm-hmm. like, the screaming, the, like, the non, like, the screaming. Oh, like the blood curling, don't kill me oh, screams. Oh, my God. And then. Like, like the Texas, like the Texas, like the Texas, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like. Yeah, that Girl screaming. Yeah, it's yeah, like, that one did fuck with you. And yeah. It was like that, the audio noise of the chaos of it just. If it makes me uneasy and I it feel. Makes you uncomfortable. Like, and what, it makes what, me uncomfortable, yeah. then, then I can't. Then Obviously. There's well, no joy. There's, exactly. no, there's no enjoyment. That. Yeah, I totally get that. You like, know why I mean? would you want to sit through something that you're not enjoying? Exactly. Yeah. And it's just. And if I feel myself tensing up and I feel like my body, you know, like the minute yeah, it's I'm over, the, my entire body just relaxes, then. Yeah. Then, then, then at that point, is it, entertain, is it really entertainment? No. Yeah. It's, yeah, at least yeah. for me, no. This one is not that bad. Mostly because A, I'd seen it before. B, I was prepared for some gore. C, the gore that came up on the screen was not as bad as I anticipated it to be from when I first watched it a long time ago. Does so, that make sense? So um, similar kind of special effect. How about uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? You know, famous movie, Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. At the end, uh, with the, the, Nazi, the Nazi face melting no. scene. I remember. I remember as a that. kid. Uh, yeah, I was not allowed to watch that part either. Oh, they didn't have to watch anything, huh? Well, no, but they let me go see Purple Rain. Like, it's <laughs> Jesus, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's gonna be a whole episode in itself, people. But I was not. It was like, okay, don't look, look away, and then you know, you put your hands over your face, and then of course you split your fingers so you can still see what's going on. But it was that type of situation. Yeah. And then watching it later as a kid, it was very. Um, Return of the Living Dead. 
Was that gotcha. the same year? Was that the same year? 86, 87, Raiders of the Lost Ark? No, I think that was, was it. I think maybe wrong. I think Raiders of the Lost Ark was early 80s. But but as far as but as far as like um, the special effects like that that's okay. It's I the mean, same it, wheelhouse, I think. It's okay, I understand that. You just don't like like the saws or like the hostels, the torture porn is what they call it genre. T- torture porn. They call it torture porn, like saw. No. Hostel, basically, it's just hostel. I couldn't do. It's, it's, so that's torture porn. It's kind of like um like it's a subgenre of horror. Where it's just like the horror is like watching someone getting tortured, like the human body getting torn apart and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not too crazy into that. I think um, it's um. By the way, but, but Raiders it, of the Lost Ark came out in 1981. Yeah, so it was early 80s. Um, so so it's, so basically, I have what I'm I have to, a particular story for the hostel though. The hostel I can't okay. do just because when we were um, when we were on the East Coast and we've we first. Uh, started doing the October thing and you're watching all these movies, we used to have a television in the bedroom and you used to fucking fall asleep with these movies playing in the background. Okay. (laughs) And this is why I have a problem with it, people, because he would go to sleep with the TV on with these poor, and it's always girls, screaming in the background. And I wake up in the middle of the night. It's probably like 3.30 in the morning. He is snoring. Snoring past the fuck out. I'm up. And mind you, I've been awakened by screaming because I'm dreaming them. Why? Because I'm hearing them. Why? Because it's on the fucking TV. And I wake up and I love horror. Poor, the movie Hostel was on the television. And this poor girl is getting cut open alive and there's blood like coming out of her being dripped over someone yeah. who's laying underneath tortured. her yeah that sh- i could not go back to sleep i was pissed at you you won't remember because this is probably i like, was sleeping nice and i was pissed I, was, I, was, I couldn't go back to sleep because i'm also a very visual person so if i see something it takes me a while to get that shit out of my head which is why i can't watch horror too long because but, i know my brain my brain okay sees images no, and I gets locked we, in i understand here. that um so basically you don't like hardcore horror is what you're saying and we sure. and i understand and i understand that like i said there's different levels of horror like you you don't like the hardcore which makes sense no but, i love the hardcore but hardcore is not for everyone but i this by no means this is was hardcore. this is not a hardcore flick it no. just had very good special effects it did um it did it it did a really good job with this movie they did it was a really good not very many characters so would you say that you like this horror flick i just said i did okay i this was this i just just want you to get that make sure that's on recorded (laughs) but i just wish like like i said i'm spoiled with all these marvel little tidbits in the credits like that would have been cool well the thing is is that i don't think that they were or automatically thinking that they were going to do a sequel with this movie. That's why they didn't have that. I don't see why cuz there's a there's a sequel in from the 1958 movie. It doesn't Yeah, but just because it's a sequel doesn't mean that it doesn't make any money. Why would they make a sequel? I think they just tried making that film and then ended it the way they ended it to kind of leave it like open like what do you think happened at the end? I guess, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, it made a lot of money. It was very successful. That's this makes more money and yeah, but without Jeff Goldblum, like, oh no, he died. <laughs> so I guess they could have kept him in there somehow. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, and um, and on that note, um, yeah, this is this is a good movie. It was a good. I'm flick. glad we watched this one. Yeah, very I'm, different I'm, from last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, very different from last week. Yeah, maybe next week we can get you to watch a Disney movie. <laughs> anyways, I'm serious. Anyways. Um, he yeah. doesn't like Disney movies. I don't like Disney movies. Mostly because of their musicals. Musical. Let's just say what you got to say. Like, what do you have to sing? You'd be just such a happier, pleasant, contented person. I am. A, I am a very happy and content person. If you opened yourself up to the Disney movies, well, I think you would be a nice, well-rounded, content person if you opened yourself up to more horror movies. No, I don't exactly. think so. Exactly. I just wear more black. And widen my variety of choices when it came to Halloween costumes. That's it. On that note, <laughs> um, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to this week's. I think they were wrapping it up right there. Uh, we watched 1986 The Fly. Starring Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis. Great movie. It was a I, great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Definitely recommend for not only horror, uh, horror flicks, uh, aficionados. Horror 
Um, but uh, anyone, Sci-fi anyone, fans. anyone who actually just wants to see a good movie, isn't afraid of a little, you or know, Jeff get their hands Goldblum dirty. In the 80s. Do it. Good flick. I recommend. Yes, it was awesome. All, All right, right, guys. So like maybe next time we'll see you next week to help us pick another fucking movie. Until then, just pick a fucking movie.